Hey all, this is Casey with the Remember and Believe podcast. We're going to share today about Jesus and his eyes of deep compassion. Let's pray together. Deep calls to deep, Lord. The depths of our souls to the endless depths of your great and holy spirit. Lord, may this be a time of worship. May this be a time that each of us choose to enter that sacred space of your presence. Lord, may you be glorified. Amen. Well, before we dive into Eyes of Deep Compassion, we'll share the background story of the upcoming episodes. Uh, Last summer, summer of 2023, my husband Elisha and I began working in our yard, landscape and waterscape. And it has been work. Work has a way of turning into enjoyable blessing. And that's what happened in this case. Because as we would get out in the yard and spend time together and, you know, work on things together, and then he go over here and do this, and I go over here and do that, and you come back together and you share ideas, and new creations forming, right? So as we're going through this process, I started nicknaming our yard Eden. Eden. Paradise. A place of enjoyment a place of peace, a place of healing. So as I spent time in Eden, the less it became work and the more it became a place of prayer, a place of let it go, a place of be still and listen to sit in that sacred space of his presence. And one morning I was reading, my devotional was Matthew chapter 26, and this chapter shares with us of the anointing of Jesus, the Last Supper, Gethsemane, and the betrayal. So I thought about this passage of Scripture most of the day, you know, just thinking through what I had read. And I got to the part of the betrayal and Judas, a disciple of the Lord, one that Jesus loved, walks up to him with a kiss of betrayal. And Jesus' reply is, Friend, do what you came for. And that rolled around for a while in my mind and my spirit. And I thought about this and it was like, my goodness. Jesus, fully God, fully human, knowing what is to come. Knowing this one who stands before him who he loved, 
and for the joy set before him says, you do what you got to do. And then time stood still. And these words poured out obedience beyond imagine. We were actually finishing up for the day. We were getting ready to go to town. We were going to get us something to eat. And I said, oh, we can't go yet. And I ran to the piano and I sat down. And I sat down and I wrote, I wrote the words out. And he just kept pouring out more. And I cannot tell you the awe the joy, the love that was poured out in that moment. That moment was the beginning of a journey. Those words were the beginning of an upcoming release by Invitation Worship titled, This is Jesus. And these words that were given over time, that were poured out in that sacred space of His presence where we decrease so that He will ever increase, has been and is still a beautiful journey. And, you know, I really have no idea how many episodes there will be on This Is Jesus. He already knows, and we're going to find out. And we're going to talk more about those words, obedience, beyond imagine later, because they actually were part of the bridge. So we're going to start at the very beginning, Eyes of Deep Compassion. And if you dive into compassion... It literally means to bear and struggle with deep awareness of the suffering of another accompanied by the wish to relieve it. To literally suffer with another, to bear and walk the distance with understanding and mindful action. Deep, very intense or extreme Authentically considering the impact of words and actions towards others. To go far inward from any distance. So when I sit and I think of our Savior's eyes, I imagine it is an intense gaze. Inviting. Penetrating to the heart of the matter that these eyes hold the light of eternity and they have met sorrow. Eyes that hold timeless depth and experience framed by furrows and crow's feet that come from life itself, its joy and laughter, pain and tears. These eyes have held their steadfast gaze from the beginning of all things, for through him all things were made. These eyes gaze through an eternal lens set in compassion and intensely held in true love for all he has made and all he sustains. 
Our Savior's gaze is lavished upon us at this very moment, seeing us as we are, where we are. And this gaze is followed by faithful action. Part of this journey has been sitting with the words that were given and taking them back to His Holy Word, Old and New Testament, and just to sit again in that sacred space. So here's from Matthew chapter 14. I'm going to share beginning in verse 13, but the verses prior to this tell of John the Baptist, uh, the time when he was beheaded. When Jesus heard what happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and is already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. And in Matthew chapter 9, it tells of many miracles that Jesus had been performing, the healing of the paralytic, his Q&A about fasting. A dead girl raised to life and a woman who has been sick for 12 years is healed. And at the close of this chapter, it shares that Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Matthew chapter 20, verses 29 through 34. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when he heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. In Mark chapter 1, a man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cured. Isaiah chapter 30. 
Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion, for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Again from Isaiah chapter 54. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. From his servant John in chapter 1. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. Then he added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Y'all, these eyes of deep compassion, they see you and they see me. And these eyes of deep compassion belong to this Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the same today as he was in these stories from his holy word. Let's not hesitate to invite him to share our journey. Talk to you soon.